welcome back guys to another episode of real talk with lou we are at episode four and like always i'd like to thank all of my listeners for tuning in to last week's episode with our guest speaker tanika we talked about vision 2020 doing a vision board for the upcoming year making your plans writing it down and just sticking to it for the upcoming new year i hope everyone's ready for 2020 everyone's encouraged and everyone is excited to take on another milestone in life we're starting a new decade and it's going to be epic everyone i feel so good about 2020 in every area of my life i'm just claiming prosperity success peace joy love happiness and just abundant blessings for the upcoming year. I can't wait to see some of the goals I have for 2020 manifest this upcoming year. It's just an exciting thing to have a plan, have a goal, have a vision, and see things come to pass. This past week, I had a discussion with one of my friends about change, growth, just the evolution of myself over the last few years and what I'm looking forward to, what I see for myself in the upcoming years, um, specifically when it comes to family, when it comes to relationship, when it comes to, you know, just how I envision my life over the next few years. The most frequent questions I get asked all the time from most of my friends and family are one, when am I going to get married? And two, when am I going to have more kids? To both of those questions, I honestly have to say, I don't know. Marriage is definitely a desire that I have. So being in a committed relationship, that is essentially the next step that I would like to see happen for my family, for myself, For my partner who I've been with for over five years, I feel like if we both are on the same page about being together and building our life and spending the rest of our lives together, it's the only natural progression at the stage where we are right now. When it comes to kids, that is a big if for me. It sounds kind of selfish to say that it's a big if for me because having kids requires two people. So I do need to be considerate of the other input, the other side of this decision when it comes to my family. I was speaking with Tanika this week and she definitely opened my eyes to another point of view when it comes to having kids. And I can honestly say that where I was more along the sides of being okay with the two children that I have right now, I can definitely see why having a third or fourth child is something that I really need to consider. And it's not to say that I have to have another child, but... I'm in a committed relationship and I can't think only for myself when it comes to kids. When it comes to having more kids, that is. Um, When I had my son, 
I was a young mom just coming out of high school no idea what I wanted to do with myself but I knew that I had to go back to school get a career and you know make something of myself for the sake of my son so that he could live a good life at that point in time I was very very clear on not having any more kids fast forward nine years later I have my daughter who I love so much I love both of my kids they are amazing they are awesome I would not trade them for the world so when I would say never before I will say now never say never because life changes your perspective change your state of mind changes and you know what's to be will be I feel like at this point if baby number three came baby number three would come and baby number three would be here and I would love that baby no less than how I love my other two kids um it's very it's still a big if only because of all that having another child would change right right now I'm I have my son who demands a lot of my time with his extracurricular activities with his schoolwork with just giving him enough attention at the stage of his life that he's going through he's 12 so he's at that preteen stage where you know he's emotional all the time I have to make sure I am not keeping tabs on him but make sure I keep an eye on him so that he doesn't get caught up in anything that he shouldn't get caught up into so he demands a lot of my time my daughter is three and you can only imagine what a three-year-old would demand from a parent in terms of time like I have to be on my toes at all times with her and of course she's more needy physically like she's not a hundred percent self-sufficient so they both take up a lot of my time and thinking about adding a newborn to that mix it actually kind of gives me anxiety um I've talked about this before with my friends with my family it's just it really just makes me anxious thinking about having a brand new baby again um every child is different every pregnancy is different every birth is different um I have two kids both of those both of my kids during the pregnancy stage and labor and delivery both of them were completely different completely different um the experience both times something that I will never forget so that in itself is it's not discouraging but it definitely um brings forth a reservation within me that kind of will have me to second guess whether or not I want to do this all over again one thing I have never really talked to about anybody 
after having both of my kids was going through postpartum depression. Um, my son was premature. He was born at eight months, so he had to stay in the NICU for a few a few weeks. So it wasn't the typical delivery. You know, you have your baby, you stay in the hospital a couple of days, and you go home. Um, when doctors told me that I could go home, my son couldn't leave the hospital. So that was a very trying time for me. I was young. I was very scared. But by God's grace, my son met all his milestones. He developed normally. He had no delays of any kind. And he, for lack of better words, he is like any other normal child. Um, developmentally, he met all his milestones. He caught up with all the kids in his class by the time he got to school. So he wasn't much smaller than any of the other kids by the time he got to like kindergarten. So all things by God's grace, he nothing was wrong with him other than being born a little bit early with my daughter now she was full term so again a very different pregnancy and delivery from my son um she came home the day after she was born um she had a little jaundice so she had to go back as an outpatient to just get tested and make sure all of her levels were okay um but otherwise nothing Doctors had no concerns with her at all. With my son, when I had him, I was younger, much younger. So when I had him, went right back to school literally two months after. I was on mat leave. However, I used the time I had on maternity leave to go back to post-secondary. And I got my diploma in business studies. I didn't complete school right after that. I immediately went back to school to complete my bachelor's of accounting and finance. Altogether, I was in school with my son for seven years. With my daughter, I took a full year of mat leave. By the time I had her, I was working in my job, the job I got right out of finishing my degree. So I had a couple of years under my belt, so I was able to take the full year off and not have to worry about going back to school. So I took one full year, and I'm going to be very honest, it was one of the longest years of my life. Um, some people enjoy the time off, you know, that one year to bond with your baby, and I did have time to bond I did enjoy I would say the first half of my mat leave but after six months of being at home with a baby that can't really communicate with you her dad was working a lot so most of the time it was just me and her in the house my son was at school all day so literally it was me and this little baby that I couldn't really express my emotions to all day and after a while it really got to me and I was really depressed and I didn't 
say anything about it at the time. I just tried to just keep quiet about it as much as I could. Looking back, I can see that people around me probably seen the changes, but they never asked. Like, nobody really asked how I was doing, um, how I was coping, because I pretty much just did what I had to do every day. It was, I had a really good routine with my daughter and my son. You know, I'd get up, take my son to school, come home, bathe my daughter, give her something to eat, play with her a little, put her down for her nap then do some housework, laundry, cook, whatever. And literally, it was the same thing every single day for six months. And after the six months, I felt like I was kind of losing myself. I literally stayed inside. I isolated myself away from a lot of my family and my friends. I, I really didn't go much places while I was on mat leave for the full year I was really just home all the time and for some people that sounds like you know the greatest thing be at home with your kids and you know just nurture them and care for them which is it is fulfilling it was it was something that I did enjoy but being someone that was so used to always either being at work or at school it was definitely something that I wasn't fully able to adjust to. If I were to do it all over again, would I take the full year? Probably not, only because I feel like I would get stuck into that lonely, depressed feeling again. And not that I was depressed because of having my daughter. It's just what happens when you go through postpartum. And I feel like more women need to talk about it because in that isolation, I was really scared to come out and tell people what I was going through. It's not to say that I didn't have the support. Me within myself, I didn't open up to anybody about it during that time. I'm only now learning to open up about the things that were affecting me, are affecting me, and still affect me to this day. And... Like I said, when I started this podcast, it's just a part of my self-care journey. It's just a part of me trying to focus on Lou and keep it real with myself first, you know? I can keep it real with you guys only as much as I keep it real with myself. And if I can't keep it 100 with Lou, there's no way possible that you guys are going to get get it 100 from me. So... You guys, I thank you for listening to me. I thank you for, you know, tuning in every episode. I thank you for the love and the support, um, the comments, the feedback. It's been amazing. I really appreciate all of my listeners, all of my supporters. And just keep listening and keep tuning in. I'm going to have more exciting stuff to talk about. And who knows? I'll keep you updated on this whole baby thing. I will keep you updated on this whole marriage thing and family thing as, you know, developments occur, when they occur, if they occur, who knows. Um, It may or may not happen. Um, If it does, it's when, right? And like I said, 
after speaking with Tamika, I'm not completely throwing the idea out the window. I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I can't be selfish in that, you know, I'm with somebody that wants more kids, but because I don't want more kids, it's not going to happen. I can't be selfish to that. And I also have to realize that if we can't come to an agreement on whether we want to expand our family, that also raises the question as to where our relationship lies. So that's another topic of discussion in itself, right? Um, Like I said, we're in a very committed relationship. We've been together for a long time. We have our family. We've grown together. We've gone through a lot of things together. So this is just another conversation to be had. Um, It's not an issue. It's just right now we're not exactly on the same page about it, right? Um, I have my two kids. I can't ask for more. Um, He has, yes, we both parent both of my kids. They're our kids, but he definitely wants more kids. And when you're with somebody, you have to make sacrifices. You have to compromise. You have to come to a place of understanding. And I understand that I can't be selfish. That's one definite thing that I took away from my conversation with Tamika. So, like I said, as developments occur, I will definitely keep you guys updated as to where this goes. Um, If baby number three is going to happen, if it's not, who knows? It's all um, ultimately dependent upon what God has in store for me, what he has in store for us, and what we want together for our family. That's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for episode five dropping this Thursday. Um, If you guys have questions, comments, feedback, feel free to contact me. All my information is in the description box. Again, All of your feedback is so, so, so appreciated. Your support is so appreciated. I'm so grateful for all of you guys and keep rocking with me. Again, thanks for listening to Real Talks with Lou. Have a wonderful night, everyone.